Welcome to Big Tones Podcast, where we talk about anything, everything. My name's Tony Lou. I'm your host today. And yes, you know, you did read the title right. You know, I fell in love again. And I'm just going to come clean to you guys. You know, I just felt like I had to make this episode because I've never felt this way. Actually, you know, I felt this way before, but it's been a while since I felt this way about someone. And I want to say it's been maybe three or four years since I've had this type of feeling. And I don't know. This is It's different this time. Um, I just want to say, you know, the past few years I've been trying to find myself. And, you know, this person came in my life. And, you know, I think so far I see a good future with them. I want to introduce them as me, bitch. You thought I was going to say about someone, huh? You thought. You thought. Nah, 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 nah. But no, for real, though, I uh, I fell in love with myself again. As much of a narcissistic thing to say. Um, let me explain. So, you know, 2023 just started. Uh, I want to say we were a little over two weeks into the month so far, which is crazy because it's over flying by. Next thing you know, we're, we're going to be 11 months left in 2023, right? And so, you know, I think I've been trying to preach to everyone that I talk to that let's make this year your bitch. Like, make this year your year to do whatever you want. And if it means that you have to be selfish, so be it, you know? And I recently started pretty much like a new challenge or journey, I want to say. And uh, it's kind of corny, but I, I'm doing this for my own personal well-being and kind of to benefit myself in the long run. And the challenge is called 75 Hard Challenge. So let me explain. The challenge, it consists of, you know, you have to complete you have to complete this 75 days in a row. Let's start with that, okay? Um, and the reason why I decided to choose this challenge over, you know, any other diet or any other kind of fad challenge, right, is because I felt like I'm at a point in my life where I need some type of discipline, some type of accountability, right? And I felt like this program was the one that kind of fit the mode of what I was looking for. And what I like about it, what I like about it is is really what you put in and you get out. So I'm gonna go over some of the rules and kind of explain some of them why they kind of benefit me in the long run. So well, let me start by saying the reason why I really want to start this is because I'm fat as fuck. I'm not fat, but I'm I'm like skinny fat, right? Like I hold majority of all my fat in my stomach. Like most people do, but um, this upcoming weekend is like the, like this week is like the Lunar New Year's week for a lot of Asian people, and we have a Vietnamese New Year kind of party or get together uh, function this Saturday. And you know, I was trying to feel myself. You know, I, I I had to bust out the old slim fit Calvin Klein white bun down that I wore at my graduation. And mind you, at the time, my world graduation, it fit perfect, right? You know, slim fits, just be a little tighter in the body. Um, excuse me. And, you know, I was like, you know what? I, I, I felt like I haven't gotten that big compared to when I graduated in December 2021. So, you know, I put it on. It fit pretty good. And everything felt good until I took the shirt into my pants. You know, like how dress shirts are, right? And that's when, like, since it's slim fit, it really kind of hugged my body. Let's say that, right? And you know, I'm 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 the most least insecure person you'll probably ever meet. 
But when it comes to my own, you know, self-image, like I, I'm still working on that. And, you know, I like to wear clothes to feel comfortable. And when I wore the shirt and I tucked it in, it fit. Like it fit, like, you know, I could still wear it out. But I didn't like how I look in the shirt. You know, like I said, I'm more muscle. No, I'm more fat than muscle. And I started recently working out again this past November. And I took a long, like, 18 months layoff. I don't know why, but those 18 months, like, I really felt those 18 months in terms of how I felt mentally and physically. Like, I just wasn't there 100%, let's say. And I felt like after I took that shirt in and I saw how my body looked, I was like, you know what? Like, let's put money where my mouth is. Let me let me just actually start doing this shit. Like, start taking this workout shit more serious. Start taking this diet shit more serious. And so I was thinking, how can I hold myself accountable? And I remember I heard of this kind of program or challenge from TikTok and some other social media stuff like a couple years back. And I looked into it, did some research, and I felt like, you know, this kind of resonates with me and what I kind of want to achieve in my current life. And some rules that kind of like caught my eyes. And mind you, if you break any of these rules, you have to restart from day one. So if I'm 50 days in and I mess up one of these rules, I got to start on day one again. So it's really like you really have to like hold yourself accountable and really be disciplined in terms of following the rules. And just really learn how to say no to a lot of things. So one of the first rules was you have to drink a gallon of water a day. No alcohol, no soda, nothing like that, just water. I'm sure, like, other people are doing maybe, like, caffeine, stuff like that, but I don't really mess with caffeine, so, I mean, me just drinking water is kind of fine because I all really drink, but drinking one gallon is more, like, where I have to really hold myself accountable, you know? I can drink a few bottles, but that's not me tracking it, but now I actually have to track how much water I'm drinking. So, you know, there's a lot of pros and cons to that, well, I mainly pros. Con is me just having to drink a bunch of water and peeing a lot. And I guess the pros are really like, you know, you feel better. You know, I mean, water is like the most natural thing you can drink compared to anything else. So you're only going to feel better as you keep doing and progressing throughout the program. Uh, next one is read at least 10 pages from a self-help or a motivational type book. And I guess in terms of like the books, I chose a book that my uh, buddy gave me a couple years back called I want to say Rich Dad or Poor Dad. Some of that. You, if you guys know, if you guys know what it is, you know what it is. But it kind of teaches you about like making money and kind of like how money you can make money work for you. So I'm uh, reading that right now, and it's pretty good. Uh, next one is stick to a diet that you choose. So obviously the diet has to be like pretty like reasonable. You know, it don't got to be nothing, nothing crazy, but it can't be like the diet can't be like eating fast food out every day. That's not realistic. Uh, so the diet I chose is I cannot eat out the whole challenge, which is good. saves me money. But also I have to cook every meal that I eat. So that kind of makes me brainstorm about what I want to eat next. But also with me cooking food, I also have to be mindful of what I add to the food because I also now I'm tracking my calories and I'm bust out the old food scale and then I uh re-download my fitness pal so right now I'm on uh 2100 calories a week and as the program and the weeks progress you know I'm gonna lower it lower it but not too I'm gonna lower like just maybe 50 calories every week and a half for two weeks 
just somebody casual, just somebody kind of ease into it because I don't want to dive too deep into just losing a bunch of weight because really I'm not fat. I just wanted to slim down, really. So uh, I want to do that for the next whole program. So I need to really look into the foods I add and all that stuff and what I eat and what I put in my body because, you know, I want to keep it pretty relatively clean. And then the next one is you have to take one progress picture every day. So obviously with the progress picture, it kind of shows you day by day how you look. And hopefully by the end of this challenge, you know, from day one to day 75, there's a noticeable difference. You know, I'm not looking for washboard abs, but I want to, you know, take a picture and be like, damn, like I, I'm happy with that body. You know what I mean? And then next one is complete two workouts a day. So I have to work out every single day. So one 45-minute workout indoors, one 45-minute outdoors. So with the workouts, I kind of kind of split it up each day. And so obviously tomorrow, excuse me, is my quote-unquote rest day. But obviously, I still have to go to the gym for the indoor part. So I'll probably end up doing like abs or just some type of other light workouts that isn't too taxing my body so my body can still recover. And then outdoor workout so far, I'm going to switch it up throughout um, the program, but I'm just going to keep walking around uh, my neighborhood for 45 minutes. And this is a light, steady walk is good enough for me. Uh, but, you know, like I said, throughout the whole program, I want to switch it up, kind of just switch my body, uh, maybe do jump ropes or maybe uh, go to a local park and just run around the tracks. And then one, so those are like the basic rules are attached to this program. But one extra rule that I attach for my own benefit, which, you know, this is, takes a lot for someone in their uh, young mid-20s to uh, say, right? Is I want to do no pornography for 75 days. You know, I'm not addicted to porn, but I do watch it on a regular basis. And I feel like porn is, it, it does create like an unrealistic uh, picture of how sex should be, right? Me and my buddies were on our way to Atlanta, Georgia, maybe two, three weeks ago, I want to say. And on the way there, I don't know how the topic came up, but we were just talking about how the uh, Pornhub came out with a 2022 like year review, right? Of like the most what 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 country watched the most porn or what was the most like search thing, whatever, blah blah blah. And US was number one of compared to other countries, right? But what's crazy about it is like if you look at the chart, I don't have the number figures, but if you look at the chart that Pornhub um gives you, it's a huge like difference compared to what the other countries watch. Like second in line was the UK, and I feel like we had double of what they watch. Like they had like they watched porn, but it wasn't as much as the US did as a whole. And I feel like porn and OnlyFans and social media stuff like that has kind of ruined sex and just the true meaning of kind of cherishing someone as a person. Let's say that because that was part of a the conversation that we had too as a as a a group on the way to Atlanta, Georgia, was how like you know, male like young especially young males you know in high school and college, even young adults, you know, back then like when I was maybe not even ten years ago maybe eight or nine years ago, you know back in middle school and high school you know for me to even see a 
that wasn't okay if it wasn't Pornhub related, right? But to me, even see a nude or see a naked picture of a woman, right, was a blessing. It wasn't even no. I seen. I'm not back. It wasn't a blessing, but it for sure was. You know, wasn't as easy as it is now. You know, it was for sure harder. You kind of had to earn it from them, and you know, now you just go on Reddit, go anywhere, go on Twitter, go anywhere, and you'll find a naked girl. Or even they could do like just anywhere, right? It's just so easy to access these pictures and these videos compared to what it was a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, mind you, right? And I feel like, you know, guys as a whole kind of view women as an object, which they shouldn't. And they should go both ways. Like women shouldn't view guys as an object, object either. But, you know, when it comes to me, right, for a while, and like I said, you know, this is me being a man, I'm into this, and me trying to kind of recalibrate my brain and how I think is because, you know, the past few years, my only goal was to fuck as much girls as I can, right? You know, I would never get to know girls for who they really were. I would take, I would get to know them so I can get them in my bed, but, you know, that kind of burns a lot of bridges, in terms of like, you know, I've met some cool people that I've hooked up with where, you know, after I hooked up with them and I was done, I just kind of ghosted them. And that's just not fair for them, nor me, because I'm losing out on a good friendship or even good partner in the long run. Right. And I feel like that's all due to um, porn, just social norms of like trying to be a, a fuck boy and just like kind of like the things that we have to live up to. But I think, you know, we should go back to. A little good old days where, you know, you kind of talk to each other like human beings. Like, you generally want to, if I generally go talk to a man or a woman, I really want to know them for who they are. I don't want to hook up with them or I don't want to use them for my own benefit, right? I want to get to know them. If then if we don't, if we don't click or, you know, we don't, you know, vibe out or just whatever, then we can go our both, you know, part ways. But there's no point in me doing psychological mind tricks just to gain the upper hand by sleep with them. Because at the end of the day, what do I gain from that, right? I gain satisfaction for a short period of time, but at the end of the day, I ruin a good relationship. I make it awkward for both parties. So for me, I just really want to just grow up. Like, you know, I don't like everyone watches porn. Like everything, I, I'm a firm believer in everything is okay in moderation. But obviously with, how society is today where people are relying for online hookup apps or just whatever. It kind of creates an unrealistic, you know, outlook and like kind of unrealistic idea of what love really is. You know, back in the day, people could tell you all these, you know, love stories that seem like out of a uh, Hallmark movie, right? But nowadays you don't hear that anymore because all people are, or they're, they're either using, they're exploiting themselves for money or they're just using other people for their own benefit, right? And that shouldn't be how it is because at the end, they will ruin that for the future generation. So, you know, day three, so far, I'm, excuse me again, my bad. I'm uh, three days into the challenge and I want to say I feel fucking phenomenal. There's just a loan of me, you know, not watching porn, not, you know, eating out, but really just eating more clean whole foods, but also 
along with drinking a gallon of water, like I just feel like a whole new person each time I wake up now. And that's another thing I want to add to. It's not the official rule, but I want to work on my sleep schedule because I want to start getting more consistent sleep, uh, like five, six hours minimum. Because there's nights where I'll get like two, three hours for some reason. But I want to get more consistent sleep. And, you know, ever since, even like I said, even though it's not been a week yet, three days in, four days tomorrow, I just feel really good. Like, you know, I wake up really energetic. My skin already is starting to clear up. I don't have bad skin, but I do have like little minor acne scars from back in the day. And I'm going to see that they're getting lighter and lighter as the day progress. And so, you know, I just feel like what really is helping me kind of stick track, like kind of stay focused is one, I've been telling a lot of people that I've been doing this challenge. So I have to hold myself accountable because for me, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So, you know, there's no point in me failing now. And so, you know, I just feel like by the end of the challenge, I feel like I'm going to be a whole new different person. And I think another benefit I've gained so far within the past 72 hours is I'm just overall happier. You know, like the past three, four years, I want to say, has been kind of like a fog. Like I've been in touch with reality, but there's also times where, like, I just feel like I'm out of, you know, just out of it, I don't feel like I'm in tune, I don't feel like I'm in a current moment, I'm not living in the present, and, you know, that's a thing that I kind of struggled with in the past, was kind of, like, letting my past get the best of me, but also now, I realize that, you know, it's really about what you put in and what you get out, is what defines who you are, so, you know, if my mindset is to be happy and be positive and I psych myself into thinking that it's I'm only gonna feel better. But if I let anxiety when I, I compare anxiety to kinda like self bullying. And anxiety is a real thing too, because I do get anxiety sometimes. But like, you know, if you're able to out out trick and outplay your mind, right? Just say, you know what? No, I'm fine. You're like I'm this, I'm that, then that will only benefit benefit you. But if you can continue to kinda beat yourself down and talk down yourself that you're only hurting yourself in the long run. And also I feel like the reason why people gravitate towards me too is I'm just a really overall positive person, right? I'm trying to work on being the most positive person I can be. There's times where, you know, I'm grumpy. There's times where, you know, I'm just sad, but I'm a human, right? I'm a human. I I can't only do so much. I can only take so much. But obviously, with the new mindset that I have and the new diet and the new goals I have, I just feel really good and really have a positive outlook on how this is going to end for me in terms of the challenge. And I feel like I preach a lot about happiness because, you know, mental health is also a very real thing in today's society, especially people in my age bracket, maybe uh, young adults to, you know, mid adults, you know, we're at a time where we have a lot of um, what's called pressure on us to be successful at such a young age and that we feel like if we aren't hustling and we're not doing this at a certain age that we are falling behind which is not the case at all so I feel like you know for me to achieve my goals instead of tackling it all at once is to break it down day by day, you know, because if you want to tackle everything you want to do and your goals for the year at once, you're only going to fail and say so you're a failure. But if you can kind of break it down and say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to 
uh, paint this or tomorrow I'm going to clean the house, right? Instead of trying to do everything in 24 hours, just break it down so by the end of the week, you have, you're really happy with the results that you put out, right? Okay, so if I don't paint the 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 corn or uh, the room today, right? Okay, I have to paint it. Then I have to tell myself, okay, by tomorrow, by 12 p.m., I have to paint the room. If I don't, what's my punishment, right? You have to find something, find a middle ground for yourself, and that's where the part of the accountability and discipline of this challenge is really going to benefit me because I put a lot of things off. That's one thing that I've been doing a lot this past few months, I want to say, is just putting a lot of things off. Say, oh, I'll worry about tomorrow or I'll do it next week. The next week comes. Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm busy doing this. Then it comes again. So at what point do you say, hey, get your shit together, right? Why don't you say it now? And, you know, I don't expect everyone to have the same mindset as me, right? You know, if you want to improve your mindset and your goals, you know, on a slower pace, by all means, do that. Do what works for you. But at the end of the day, you have to hold yourself accountable and not make any excuse because I'm a strong believer in if you really want to do something or you make time for it, pretty much. Like, there's there's just, like no excuse at all. We're given 24 hours a day, so make the most of it. If you can find time to play games for five hours, or watch Netflix or whatever for so many hours, why can't you squeeze in a one-hour workout, right? Why can't you cook for 30 minutes, right? That, that you know, those type of small little things that you, changes you make over time will benefit you in the long run. You just don't know it yet, but, you know, as time progresses and then as, you know, you get more used to it, it becomes that little habit, you're going to be like, I'm glad I started this. You have to start somewhere, you have to start somewhere. Believe me, you have to start somewhere. And I'm going to ask you to be perfect, but if you're willing to start and you fall back on your goals, are you going to use that as a learning lesson or are you going to let it define who you are? That's the real question. So um, I guess I just want to leave off on this podcast. If you made it this far, I appreciate you for listening. But uh, I want to challenge whoever's listening to start doing one good deed a day. It doesn't, you know, good. That's a very, you know, you get to define what a good deed is is kind of in your own terms, but you know, the general terms like you know, is help others. It's kind of like a good deed. So maybe help the less fortunate, buy a homeless person some food, or hold a door for someone, or give someone a compliment. Just anything that can benefit society by helping others, right? Because then they, everyone has something going on. They might have a good poker face, but you know. Only you being a dickhead is only going to make it worse for them. Maybe you being a dickhead will blow them up and make them just go off on you, right? Or maybe cause a fight. So, you know, you're not going to get your ass beat for being a positive person. I mean, they might be a little attitude in it because they don't know. They're not used to it. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you tell someone, hey, I like your shoes or, you know, hey, like, I appreciate you for who you are or this and that. That really, really goes a long way. And for someone that needs it in the current moment you know what i mean so uh i'm gonna end this podcast on that note so maybe maybe if y'all lucky i will post another podcast episode next week but no promises peace